Welcome, dudes and babes of the world, to Son of a Pitch, SEC Baseball's number one podcast. I'm the host you love the most and your fearless leader, Stanford Reed Parks, aka Mr. Spectacular, coming at you live from the babe capital of the world, the beautiful Madison, Mississippi, aka the Brick City, the Bricks. It's finally here. The greatest time of the year is upon us. It's finally here. Baseball, college baseball is here. And I cannot wait. I am too pumped for it to be here. Everybody's always smiling, laughing in the best moods. Everybody drinking brew pops, drinking their ying dings. They got food on the grill. Everybody's eating good, feeling good, playing good. Nothing can ruin your day when you go to an SEC baseball game because it is just perfect. Everything else that's going on in life, whether it be something going on at work, whether it be you know you having babe troubles or guy problems if you're a girl. None of that matters when you go to when you go to the dude or you go to Alex Box Stadium or Swayze, any SEC park. That doesn't matter anymore. You can flush that out of the way. The Savior's here. College baseball is upon us. And I am pumped to bring you all the good news of what you should know and what you need to know for this year. And here we are with the opening show. And I cannot wait to tell you what we got going on. Let's let's go to the leadoff hitter where I believe I'm about to tell you what's going to be the biggest topic for the 2019 SEC baseball season. It's going to be the most talked about it. Everybody's going to talk about throughout the whole year, and I'm going to tell you right now what it's going to be. So you are all, y'all are all in luck. So I'm about to tell you what everybody on SEC Network is going to be talking about for, going to be their Probably one of their favorite things to talk about. And that is Jake Mangum and Antoine Duplantis. Both these guys have a great chance of becoming the SEC's career leader in hits. It's going to be a two-horse race to the end. We got Jake Mangum, who only needs 78 hits to become the leader. And Duplantis only needing 85. They're both chasing LSU's all-time great, Mr. Eddie Furness, who had 352 hits. And, y'all, think about this. At the end of the year, at the end of this season, we possibly could be watching the two, the top two career leaders in hits for the SEC. And I believe, we, I, be, I think we will. I think both these guys are going to overtake Eddie Furnace, 352. And they'll both be 1-2 by the end of the year. <laughs> Jake Mangum. Let me just read you some of these things that he's done throughout his career. Let me just, let me just go. Let me, this is mind-boggling. Mangum has recorded at least one hit in 146 of the 176 games he started. That's 83%. Are you kidding me? Get the, And then he's reached base safely in 154 of the 195 games he's played. That's 90%. That's like 
resets from like a video video game show. The show. That's literally what it is. It looks like it's made up stats. It's absolutely insane. Jay Mayhem is a god. He's a god of Star Wars. Anything he says goes. He's the alpha and the omega. And when he leads a national championship to Mississippi State, I personally will get a tattoo of his face on my back and not regret any second of it because it'll be 100% worth it. <laughs> Can you just imagine these two guys? They they rule their universities. Rule it. I know they do. I know Jake does in Starville. <laughs> I can only imagine Duplantis in Baton Rouge. Can you imagine all the babes he gets? Just think about it. I bet I bet he walks into walks into Thailand, walks into Fred's, babes probably come to him. Aren't you uh aren't you Antoine Duplantis? And he goes, Yeah, I'm about to plant this seed in you. Boom! Boom! And just like that, that's how he probably gets 90% of his babes. Just like that. Would not doubt it for a second at all. This, I cannot wait to watch these two guys because it's going to remind me a lot of why I started loving baseball. That was back in 98 when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were going head-to-head, toe-to-toe for the home run chase. And that, that was the reason I became a Cubs fan. The reason I love the Cubs so much. And the reason I hate the Cardinals so much. So if you're a Cardinals fan out there, you're an idiot and take a lap. Take a lap because that's just dumb. There's no point you need to be doing that. But I do think at the end of the year, Jake Mangum will be the SEC's all-time career leader in hits. And I think number two will be Antoine du- Duplantis. To plant the seed in a, I think it's going to be one, two, all year. I can't wait to watch it. I know y'all are too. Let's go to our next segment here, babes and dudes, which is Ball Four, where I'm going to give you four bold bets to take, and you take these bets, and you take them to the bank because they're more than likely going to happen. They could be any type of bets. They could be a hockey game, basketball, baseball, you name it, anything. But today we're just going to focus on Mississippi State baseball because I'm going to tell you the best bets on who's going to lead the three big categories offensively for the Dogs at the end of the year right now. Let's start it off. Let's start it off with the Dingers, everybody's favorite. Chicks dig the long ball. Everybody loves dropping tanks. So this, I even got odds for you. I even got odds for you. To lead the Dogs and Dingers this year, we got McNamee at plus 185. Tanner Allen, plus 270. Mr. Rowdy Jordan at plus 315. Westberg, plus 410. Gunnar Halter, Juco guy that is, plus 500. And Mangum at plus 750. Uh, I mean, you can't go wrong thinking, yeah, Magnum may be a good bet. He came on strong at the end of last year with his heroics, his walk-off dingers, his walk-off bombs. I won't forget his walk-off dinger in Tallahassee. I won't ever forget that. I was there, front row, thinking the game was over, thinking the season was over, thinking I drove all the way down to Tallahassee for no reason. And then he put that swing on that ball, and it was a no-doubter. <laughs> Listen to this. I could not control my emotions. I couldn't control my emotions. So I threw up on a babe right next to me. Threw up on the back of her shirt. <laughs> 
She wasn't too mad. You'd think she'd be livid at me. But she wasn't too mad. Just because the dogs won. And I love her for that. Then you got Tanner Allen at plus 270. I mean, you got to like that as well. I mean, lefty. He's coming on strong. Batted around 300 last year. Had five bombs. You got to think he's going to Everything's going to come a lot slower to him. The game will slow down. Then you got Rowdy, who's got so much pop in his bat. At seven bombs. Switch hitter. Plays the out. For a small guy, he can swing it. He's got pop in that bat. Then you got Westberg at plus 410. Westberg, he, he got carrying that momentum from Omaha when he hit that granny against North Carolina. He carried it into the fall. He had, some great, he had a great fall, great spring so far. Added a lot to the power numbers from what I've read, from what I've heard. So that's not a bad bet either. But I'm going to tell you the winner. The winner who's going to lead the dogs and dingers is going to be Mr. Gunner Halter at plus 500. Juco guy. He will lead the dogs and dingers this year. I got a, I got a great feeling about it. His two seasons at, two seasons at Juco, his uh, freshman year, he had 19 bombs. Followed by his sophomore year, he had 20. Or maybe he had 20 his first. And 19, either or. He had 39 bombs total in Juco. And that, that's a ton of home runs. Especially with the bats today, that is a lot of home runs. So he's he's my pick this year. I think y'all should do it too. Juco guys win ball games. Juco guys win championships. Take that to the bank. Now let's go to the RBI prediction. Where we got Tanner Allen coming in at plus 150. McNamee plus 205. Rowdy at plus 375. Mangum plus 460. Westberg plus 600. Then any other player at plus 900. I mean, Tanner Allen, lefty. I think he's going to drive in some runs. But I'm going to tell you the winner. It's going to be it's going to be my man, Magny. He's going to come up with some big hits this year. He's going to have a lot more walk-offs. He's going to keep doing it. And I think he's going to be the winner here. I, I give him a piece of, piece of candy before every game. And honestly, that's probably going to be the reason why it propels him to leading the dogs in the RBI total this year. So take Magny. Plus two of five to lead the dogs and dingers. Now let's go to the batting average. Well, you, where you got to think it's got to be Mangum, right? You got to think that he's batted over three hundred his first three years, coming into his fourth and senior year. You got to think, yeah. He, is there anything he can't do? Which there's not. So we got Mangum at plus one twenty five to lead the dogs in average. Rowdy at plus two fifty. McNamee plus 400, Tanner Allen at plus 430, then any other dog at plus 750. Listen to this. I got a shocker for y'all. I'm saying Rowdy Jordan. Mr. Rowdy Jordan is going to leave the dogs in average this year. I think the switch hitting sophomore is going to absolutely kill it. I think he's going to be batting. Don't get me wrong. I think Mangum's going to be batting. You know, he, I think Mangum will be 350 plus. I think he'll be right around 350, 360. But I've really got a good feeling that Rowley's going to be in the 380 range. He, I'm telling you, he's going to kill it this year. And that's the smart bet. Rowdy, Rowdy Jordan, plus 250. Take him and leave the dogs an average this year. Now, the final... The final bet, final, the final bet, the fourth bet I got for you today. 
you're going to want to take my over with the babes this weekend because it's going to be a lock. You know me. Me and baseball go great together. The babes are going to see it. They're going to love it. So you got to like my chances on scoring with the chicks just because, you know, they love me. And honestly, who could blame them? All right, all right. Time to move on to our next segment, which I like to call Swing or No Swing. And what happens here is I'm going to read you five statements. There's going to be five statements I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you whether you should swing at the statement, meaning yes, it's going to happen, or don't swing. It's a bad pitch. Not going to happen. Take that to the dumpster because that's just not going to happen. So here we go. Let's get going on our way. Number one. We have both Mississippi State and Ole Miss will host a regional this postseason. And uh, I'm going to say you definitely, you're going to want to swing at this. Swing at this because this is going to happen. I think Mississippi State, they missed out on hosting last year. They had to go down to Tallahassee. They had a rough start, you know, going through uh, coaching change and all that. A rough start, but they ended strong and returning a lot of players. I gotta think they're gonna be hosting Ole Miss. Look, T Sun, Ole Miss is a great team. I hate to admit it, but they got some great players. They're gonna be able to hit the ball this year. They got a few question marks going on the pitching, but I think they'll have that all figured out. So yes, swing at that. Both state and Ole Miss to host a regional this postseason. All right, number two, we got Ryan Olenek of Ole Miss will bat over 350 this year. Three fifties. That's that's high. That's a that's a really good average. So I'm gonna say, do not swing at this. I'm gonna say this is a bad pitch. Don't swing at this. I love Ryan. Met him last year in the dude. I was giving him, just giving it to him, giving him hell out there, getting his head, doing what I do best, doming him up left and right. I mean, he had a great year, great year. But I just think there's no way he can repeat that. That's I think I think he'll bat three hundred. I think I think he'll be in the lower three hundred, maybe like three twenty, three twenty five, three ten, something like that. And I've been hearing he's gonna be pitching a lot this year. I'm hearing he's gonna get a f- quite a few innings on the mound this year for Ole Miss. So I think that might take away from it as well. So Ryan Olenek, do not Ryan Ron Olenek to hit over three fifty. Don't swing at that. That's not gonna happen. All right, number three, we have Ole Miss will have. Six players to hit over 300. Six? Six players is a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But I'm telling you, Ole Miss can absolutely swing it. T-Sun can swing it. And I'm actually going to say, yes, swing at this pitch right here because this is going to happen. Ole Miss will have over six players. We'll have at least six players. Bat over 300. I'm going to give you some names right now. I think Ron Olenek, he batted 350 last year. He'll do it again. Chase Cockrell, 317 last year. Thomas Dillard, Todd Keenan, Gray Kessinger, and Cole Zabowski. Boom. There's six right there. They're all they're all six on about over 300. I promise you. So swing at that. Swing at Ole Miss to have, over, to have at least six players hit over 300. Swing at that. It's going to happen. Let's go to number four, which was the SEC. 
will have at least 10 teams make a regional. Hmm. 10 teams for the SEC? I'm swinging at this. We're going to get double digits. We will get double digits. You know why? Because we're the best. Here in the SEC, we are the best. We have the best teams, the best players, the best-looking babes, the coolest dudes around. So, yes, you got Mississippi State. You got Ole Miss. You got Vanderbilt, Florida. You have Arkansas, LSU, Auburn. Georgia. Georgia's good. South Carolina's good. And Kentucky probably, we might get 11. Who knows? I think 10 is a good bet. So swing at that. The SEC will have at least 10 teams in a regional. That's a smart bet. Now to the last one, which is I, Stanford Reparks, will be on the Kiss Cam this year at Duty Noble. Guys. You're going to want to swing at this because this is the year. It's finally going to happen. Your boy, Mr. Spectacular here, is going to get on the kiss cam. And not only am I going to get on the kiss cam, it's going to be with a smoking hot babe, smoke show babe. And and I'm going to get to, I'm going to be the first one ever to get to second base on the kiss cam. It's going to be legendary. I'm going to be sitting there sucking face with her, then give it a little, 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 Little small boob grab right there, boom on the screen. The crowd's gonna erupt. Everybody's gonna give me a standing ovation. Shoot, the game is probably gonna stop because the players on the field are just gonna stop and start clapping for me, tipping their hats, saying, Hey, oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's gonna happen. So, yes, swing at that. Stanford Reed Parks, I, yours truly, will be on this kiss cam this year. It's gonna happen, and I'm gonna get to second base. It's a fact. So, let's review it real quick. We're swinging at both State and Ole Miss to host a regional. We're not swinging at Ryan Olenek to bat over 350. We're swinging at T-Sun, Ole Miss, to have at least six players to over 300. We're swinging at the SEC to have 10 teams make a regional. <laughs> and, of course, we're going to swing at me getting on the kiss cam this year because that's going to happen, baby. Take it to it. Take it to it, baby. All right, time to move on to our next segment, which is called Dinger City, where we're going to be talking about who's hitting the dingers on the field, and more importantly, who's hitting the dingers off the field. It's going to be a great, it's going to be the best segment each day of the year, of every episode. You're going to love it, because we're going to talk about, you know, who's getting with the babe and who's hitting the dingers on the field, who's hitting that 450-foot shot over the trees in right center. So, for today, I'm just going to tell you the foolproof system, the best method on how to pick up any babe you want. It's a foolproof system, and it's called the STAN system. Yes, an acronym of my name, STAN, and it's a foolproof system. Getting any babe, you can ask anybody. So, let's start with the S here. S, this is where we stimulate interest. Stimulate interest. That's right. You know what I'm talking about. You know, a little text message to a babe. You know, a little Snapchat. You know, or you go old school, give her a little classic poke job on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Just get the vibe flowing. You know, everybody's loosey goosey here. Loosey goosey. Everybody's, you know, having fun. A little flirt here. A little flirt, flirt. Everybody's loving it. Now let's go to my favorite part of the system. Let's go to the T. And this is where you taste. 
physically. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's right. You, you lay down the bunt. You ram it in the cunt. You hit a triple, come on nipple. You drop a tank, pound a skank. Or you do what the good ones do and hit a bomb and pound a mom, baby. For just go, we're loosey-goosey again here. We're going with the flow. We're doing our thing. We're putting our numbers out there. And we're, of course, we're going to brag about it to our dudes afterwards. Which is what we do. Because we're guys. So, S, we have stimulate interest. T is taste physically. Now let's go to the key to the whole system. The A. A lot of good men come to die here. And this is where we avoid relationship. That's right. Probably you're going to have a babe come in hot and say, Oh, uh, yeah, uh, my friend texted me. thinks we'd be like a hashtag power couple. And I was just kind of like thinking, what you thought about that? You know, like, what do you think? Like, hashtag power couple. <laughs> Guys, dudes, you respond to that like you didn't even see it. You say something like, Man, it's a beautiful day outside. Or holy cow, I love me some apple pie. It works 93.6% of the time. So use one of those two and you'll get past it. So now let's go to the end. So we got S, stimulate interest. T, taste physically. A, avoid relationship. Now let's go to the end. And this is where we navigate to new babe and start all over again. Boom. The stand system. Stimulate interest. Taste physically. Avoid relationship. Navigate to new babe. Foolproof system on how to get any babe you want. Alright, time to move on. Keep on moving on. Let's go. Let's go to a next segment I like to call Take a Lap. Or here we're gonna talk about the idiots of the world who've done who've done the dumbest things and deserve nothing more than to take a freaking lap. And today, today, you know who has to take a lap today? It's all the coaches in the SEC who voted that Mississippi State is going to finish sixth, sixth in the SEC West. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? We're talking about a Mississippi State team that's going to three straight Super Regionals with three different coaches. We're returning Jake Mangum. You think he's not gonna? You think he's gonna let Mississippi State finish sixth in the West? Jake, are you kidding me? That's the dumbest thing. If you think Mississippi State's gonna finish sixth in the West, then you you probably think Tyre Woods is a virgin. You probably think Tyre's a freaking forty whatever year old virgin. And you probably think that babes, that all babes are not crazy, that they're just perfectly normal. Well, you're wrong. A hundred percent wrong. Because babies are a thousand percent crazy. And the dogs are... Th- the state's not going to finish sixth in the West. I can see... See, they got LSU finishing one. Ole Miss two. Three's Arkansas. Four Auburn. Five A&M. Six State. Seven Bama. <laughs> well, Arkansas's got some hitters coming back. I know they're going to be good. But they are losing... A really good. They also really good pitching coach who went to the Minnesota Twins. And I think that's going to have a bigger effect than most people think. Ole Miss has a bunch of question marks on the rotation. LSU is going to be really good. I didn't mind that. I think they're going to be studs. I think they're going to be really good and probably make it to Omaha this year. Mississippi State finishing sixth? No. You're saying that Auburn and A and M is better than Mississippi State? You're saying they're going to finish better than Mississippi? State? Get the heck out of here. Get the heck out of here. 
to SEC coaches who voted Mississippi, Mississippi State to finish six. I got three words for you. Take a lap. All right, moving on. Keep on moving on to our next segment, which we have the Strikeout King, which much like Dinger City, like the segment of Dinger City, we're going to be talking about who's striking out on the field. More importantly, who's striking out with the babes off the field. So this is another great segment. Everybody's going to love hearing it each week. And I, I got a little story about, I'll tell you a story about how I've been striking out with the babes lately. I got a great story, a classic Happened, happened during football season. It was uh, maybe all Mississippi State Auburn weekend. We were playing at home. Good vibes were going. This babe was sitting next to me at the game. All over. We're having a great time. Everybody's, you know, drinking, all liquored up. Having a great time. Dogs won. Dogs beat Auburn. And then after the game, you know, we go to the bars. Everybody hanging out. Everybody's still loosey-goosey. Then we go. Then I go to a late night. I go to a great late night party. Where the babe was there, and once again, she's all over me, all over me. I'm telling you, I have girls that other girls there at the late night would come up to me and go like, "Hey, do you want to bang this girl? Because she's all over you. I know she she's begging for it from you right now." I was kind of, I was kind of playing hard to get at this point. I was like, eh, "Do I really want to? Do I really want to go after this girl? Do I really want to drop a tank and pound a skank?" And then finally, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That does sound pretty nice for me, especially since I've been going through a slump. That sounds great. Break me out of the slump. Get my good game going. I'm spitting game left and right at the base. I'm like, yeah. Nevertheless, late night kind of ends. I go back to my buddy's apartment where I'm chilling there. All of a sudden, uh, she texts me saying, hey, where are you? I told her where I was. I told her to come over there. So she does. She comes. So I'm thinking, hey oh, hey oh, hey oh. You know, I'm t- texting all my dudes. Yo, guess what? Guess who's about to get laid? Yo, boy. You know, sending Snapchats left and right. Got the dude, got all my boys in the background going, Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's not how she ends. So she comes over. We go to the bathroom. We start, we start making out. I'm thinking I am in. I'm like, I am, I know I'm in. There's no way I can screw this up, right? There's no way I can screw this up. Then as we were, as we were sucking face, making out, playing a little tonsil hockey, she goes, oh, I need to call my sister. I have to make sure she's okay. I need to go outside and call my sister. So I was like, okay, yeah, go call your sister make sure she's Okay. This babe had the audacity to pull a fake phone call on me. The great noble king, Stanford Reed Parks. She pulled a fake phone call. Man, and that's how I struck out. Looking silly on the O2 knuckle curve in the dirt. Straight swung at it, missed it, looked like a fool. And I was a laughing stop for, eh, for weeks. For weeks. So I, Sam Reparts, was the strikeout king. Alright, let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Now to the next segment we have. We're going to go to the scoreboard where I'm going to give you the predictions for this, for this weekend series with all, for all 14 SEC teams. And we're going to start it off with Eastern Illinois taking on Arkansas. And yeah. You gotta love the Hogs here. I like the Hogs to sweep over Eastern Illinois, whoever the heck that is. Probably just a bunch of scrubs. Then we got Presbyterian 
at Alabama. Hmm. Is this the year Bama's finally good? I mean, shoot, they, how are they not good? How are they not good at baseball? They, that, that mind boggles me. But I'm going to say Bama, Bama goes 2-1 to one here. They're going to win 2, lose 1. No, you know what? No, I'm going to go Bama sweep. Bama sweep over Presbyterian. So give me sweeps by Arkansas. Sweep by Bama. Next, we got Liberty at the Cox at South Carolina. I'll say Liberty sneaks out one here. So South Carolina two to one there. Then we got Kentucky at Austin P. I love me some Mingyum. He's one of my favorite coaches at Mississippi State. So I think they're going to go. They'll they'll win two. They'll go two two and one there. So they'll win two at Austin P. Tennessee hosting App State. I'll go Tennessee two and one. Maybe they need it. Them and Bama, they, they just got to get good eventually. Eventually, they got to be both good at baseball. So I'll go two one Tennessee. We got Georgia hosting Dayton. I'll give it a sweep for the for the Bulldogs of Georgia. Ole Miss is going to sweep Wright State. Mississippi State is definitely going to sweep Youngstown State. The Fighting Penguins, the Mighty Penguins of Youngstown State. That is easy sweep for the Dogs. Then we got Mizzou at at North Florida. Hmm, I'll go two for Mizzou, one for North Florida. So two one Mizzou there. Then we got Long. Let's see what we got. Yeah, Long Beach State at Florida. Ooh, I know you're thinking Long Beach State. That's a that's a pretty big name. They weren't that good last year, and I don't think they're going to be that good this year. Florida's always good. You know they're going to have power arms. They're going to make Long Beach State look silly. Give me Florida in a sweep over Long Beach. Then we got Georgia Southern and Auburn. Uh, you know what? Give me one for Georgia Southern. So I'm going to say Auburn goes 2-1 this weekend. They'll go 2-1 over Georgia Southern. Then we got Vandy, the number one team in the nation, at Virginia. That, that sounds like it's a big matchup as well, but I don't think Virginia's going to be that great this year. I think they're going to be down, and I think Vandy's incredible this year. Vandy is absolutely insane. They're returning a lot of their players, a lot of the rotation. And I like them to sweep Virginia here. I think they'll sweep them. Then we got Fordham at AM. Give me a sweep for AM. Then last but not least, UL Monroe at LSU. LSU's going to be good. They got some good freshmen coming in. Give me a sweep for the Tigers. So we got Hogs sweep, Bama sweep. Cox are going to take two, two or three. Kentucky is going to take two or three. Tennessee, two or three. Georgia sweep. Ole Miss sweep. Mississippi State sweep. Missouri is going to take two or three. Florida sweep. Auburn's going to take two or three. Vandy sweep. A&M sweep. LSU sweep. So there it is. That's what's going to happen this weekend. You already know it. So if you have a uh, if you have a bookie, if you have a betting account, and you want to bet some games this weekend, if they have college baseball, boom, there you go. I just helped you out to make you win some easy, easy money this year. Easy, easy. And now I'm going to give you my bold prediction, my preseason Omaha 8, and who's going to win the national championship. I'll give you the eight teams right now. And the SEC is going to have four teams make the Omaha. The SEC is going to have Mississippi State, LSU, Georgia, and Vanderbilt. I'm also going to give Stanford, just because that's the best That's the best name in all college sports for any university. Stanford, are you kidding me? That's a great name. That name means glory, eternal glory. 
So we got State, LSU, Georgia, Vandy, Stanford, Louisville. I think they're going to jump back into Omaha. And I'm going Oklahoma State, which is going to be pretty shocking to some, but they got some bats. They're going to be able to swing it. They're going to remind me a lot of like Tennessee Tech last year. It's really going to be able to just hit hit the crap out of the ball. And I think they're going to they're going to be my Big 12 team over Texas Tech just because Texas Tech's made it to Omaha in 2018. 2016 and 2014. I see an even year trend going for them. So, no, sir, not for Texas Tech this year. Oklahoma State will be in there. And last but not least, I'm going, I'm going with the Anteaters. The old Anteaters of UC Irvine. I'm going with a random team. Don't ask me why. Because the only, the only explanation I have for you is I just like their nickname, the Anteaters. For the Omaha 8, we have Mississippi State, LSU, Georgia, Vandy, Stanford, Louisville, Oklahoma State, and UC Irvine. And in the championship matchup, we're going to have Mississippi State taking on Vanderbilt. If you all remember last year, it's a heck of a super regional battle. Mississippi State won in three games. All three games were fantastic. And Vandy's Vandy's going to be really good this year. It's going to be a great year for them. The senior class is this is Donnie Everett's senior class. In case y'all don't remember, Donnie Everett was a baseball player for Vandy freshman year. He drowned. And I think this whole senior class and this team is going to be playing for him. It's going to have a magical season, but it's going to come up just short as the Bulldogs will win in three in the College World Series Finals and take it home. And I will get a tattoo of Jake Mangum on my back. Everybody's going to be happy. There's going to be a lot of future babies made that day. So nine months from when Mississippi State beat the the natural, I will have probably my first kid. And I'm going to name him Rowdy Reed Parks. Come on. I know you'll love that name. Rowdy Reed Parks. Hey, Rowdy Reed, what you doing, boy? I'm dead. Great name for it. All right. We're about to wrap things up here. But before we do... I'm going to give you a little Bachelor update because the show's about to be coming up. And we got my girl Hannah G, who I still have at number one. Then you got Cassie at two, Kaylin at three, Hannah B at four, Heather, Heather at four, and then the wild card, I have Demi, which I think she could still make a run. And you got to be thinking, Hannah G's the hottest. She's, if she doesn't win, I'm going to find her and I'm going to marry her. And she's going to be Hannah Parks. And we're going to have beautiful children. Probably the best looking children. All three studly men. Just because the parts of James are awesome. Then you got Cassie at two. I'm t- she is soaring up the radar. Everybody I'm talking to thinks she's going to win. They think she's the smart bet. But I don't know. I don't know. Something's fishy about her. Why is everybody thinking she's going to win? I just don't think she's going to win. Unless people already looked and cheated. Which they could have. But I don't know. Then you got Kaylin at three and Hannah B at four. These two once rivals have been turned friends, in case you don't know. Kaylin was Miss North Carolina and Hannah B was Miss Alabama back in the day in the Miss USA pageant. Apparently they had some beef. Apparently they had some beef. So everybody thought they were, they were crazy during these episodes. But I have an inside source. A great inside source who was Miss Mississippi at that time when both of those girls were in Miss USA. And she actually told me that Kaylin was the crazy one. Not Hannah B. That Kaylin was the crazy one. So that's something to kind of remember, kind of think about. Then you got Heather coming in at five. She's a virgin. 
The Bachelor's a version. You gotta think that's a perfect story. That's not a bad bet. And then you got my girl Demi in the wild card. She's a long shot, but I still love her. And I still hope she wins. Just because she's awesome. And yeah, and I'd love to have a beer with her. She'd just be someone cool to have a beer with. Alright, y'all. Well, that's it for today. That's it for this week. Hope y'all enjoyed listening. And I will catch to y'all catch y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Son of a Pitch. I'm Stanford Reed Parks. See you next week, fools.